Hello guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Metal Core Mania emanating live from the networks of your boy Jay. Let's fucking go. So much to get into this episode, guys. I'm excited, very excited. Uh, per request, as we discussed on the previous episode, I will be conducting a top 25 revamped. Um, and this isn't the first time I've revamped it, but this is going to be a new type of revamp list to where, per request, I will only include... Um, excuse me, guys, I had to burp a little bit. You know that burp juice comes out. Um, I will only include metalcore, progressive metal, and crapcore bands as far as the top 25 albums of all time. Now, my top 25 of all time albums list is, I believe, the second or third grossing um, viewed episode that I have. So it does seem like you guys really did enjoy that. But I would be remiss if I did not include uh, metalcore or subgenres that are extremely similar to metalcore and only that. Uh, with that being said, I wanted to revamp this list and only include that type of sound and no post-hardcore, no death metal, no uh, deathcore or anything of that nature as much as I do love those genres as well. But um, like per request, this epi- this show is called Metalcore Mania, so it should be as such. Now, the list that I have previously done, just keep in mind, guys, I'm pretty sure some of you really love the, those the, that most recent list. However, it is not um, consistent with the show's name. So with all that being said, guys, we will jump right into the revamp list. And I really do hope you guys appreciate it and enjoy it. And um, it, it might actually um, shock some of you guys um, with some of the new albums that I have re-rolled. Uh, don't be surprised if albums ranked higher than uh, previous albums that were ranked higher than that album before. Because, you know, I constantly listen to this music and, you know, sometimes after re-listening to albums, you do realize that one should be ahead of the other that maybe you didn't realize at the time. But for the most part, it's pretty much consistent. Obviously, um, there's going to be a lot of albums that are not included. Uh, upon doing the math, I think I took out about, um, I think, 10 albums. Yeah, I think I took out about 10 albums because... Um, about 10 of them was not metalcore, progressive metal, or crabcore. So, uh, so yeah, guys, uh, this is the revamp list. I think you guys will really enjoy it, and uh, let, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so at number 25, we have The Powerless Rise by As I Lay Dying, added on C. Um, fucking phenomenal, man. And, um, yeah, just a fucking phenomenal album. Great song, too, man. Shout out to Adonancy. Um, At number 24, we have The Flood by the one and only of Mice and Men. Hey, man, don't be getting so OG local on me. 
Um, at number 23, we have Phrenosis. And I was so happy that I was able to include this album, man, because I wanted to include it um, on the original list. But, you know, it get, the, the going gets really tough, man, and it's kind of hard to include some of your favorite. Uh, and since we are unbiased, we got to do the best, man. We got to do the best. But um, Phrenosis, man, um, phenomenal album. Uh, when I did, used to have an intro song. Juke was that intro song. And, um, man, what can you say? Great album. Uh, number 22, we have... Uh, infamous by you know your boys motionless in white without a doubt man the Marilyn and my the Marilyn Manson inspired album excuse me um, was just fucking phenomenal in my opinion and uh, hey man just uh, stay on your black damask um, at number 21 we have straight from the burial you know what I mean straight from the Burial by Upon a Burning Body. A uh, phenomenal album. I really love the cover art of that album. And uh, hey, man, just don't be a BMF out here in these streets, man. Don't be a BMF. You don't want to be that. Nobody likes a BMF. At number 20, we have Hollow Bodies. Let's go! Hollow Bodies! Uh... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, uh, fucking great album, of course. Um, it is by the all-time great uh, Bless the Fall. Now, um, I do know, and I'll address it uh, before um, it is stated, um, Bless the Fall should probably be considered, especially, you know, with Boboken, uh, should be considered post-hardcore. However, if you look back at Hollow Bodies, that album, that was the hardest album that they've um, ever done. Um, so with that being said, I view that album as a, uh, metalcore album. Um, so with that being said, I kind of gave them a caveat of being able to throw one of their albums in there, even though obviously they're post hardcore. So definitely wanted to address that before, you know, people's are, uh, in my DMs, <laughs> if so to speak. Um, but yeah, and we're going to actually have another album similar to that. And, um, and we'll discuss it then. Uh, but moving on to number uh, 19, we have Of Mice and Men, the self-titled album by the great Of Mice and Men, uh, no doubt about it. And man, listen, guys, if you know like I know, you want to never be second in Sebring. You want to be first, Okay. Don't be second in Sebring. No one likes second place. Okay. Uh, moving on to number 18, we have Disguise, man. Don't let a motherfucker see you. You got to be disguised at all time uh, by the great Motionless and White. I was just so happy that I was able to throw this album in this list. So now... Um, even though I felt really bad that I only had one Motionless and White album in the top 25 uh, upon doing it the metalcore way. Now, there you go. Um, all you uh, Motionless fans, just like me, um, you get your thirst quenched because now there's two albums instead of one. Well, actually three albums. So we got Infamous as well. So yeah, three albums instead of one. Let's, so let's fucking go. Uh, moving on to number uh, 17, we have The Black. 
an album that I definitely wanted to put also in uh, the original top 25. Could not make it, um, but it's definitely one of my favorite personally. Uh, the Black, I really did enjoy The Black. And, um, hey man, shout out uh, Dennis Stoff and, uh, you know, the former lead singer of Asking Alexandria. The Black, um, actually the song The Black is definitely my favorite song as well. Uh, moving on to number... 16 we have to plant a seed of course once again um rest in power to kyle pavone we love you man um you're definitely one of the all-time great vocalists and uh if you're gonna plant a seed you probably don't want any broken statues um moving on to number uh what we have uh 15 uh blacked out Blacked out. Uh, of course, a great album as well. So many good songs there, man. It's like uh, there's just no shortage of good songs on this album. And uh, if you're gonna work and you really want to make a lot of money, if you're working nine to five, what do you have to do? You have to work overtime, okay? If you get my drift, you gotta work overtime, okay? Moving on to number, um, where are we at? Uh, 14, uh, we have Eclipse, E-fucking Clips, and yes, that's from Beartooth, a band that I have never really covered, because I haven't really liked any of Beartooth's previous work, um, especially from an album perspective, uh, maybe from a singles perspective, um, um, I did like some of their work, but um, wait, no, 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 guys, I'm so sorry. Okay, we all make mistakes. Okay, so Eclipse is supposed to be North Lane's album Alien. Okay, so forgive me for that. So I do think upon listening to Alien over and over and over again that it deserved to be in there, but um, below by Beartooth. Um, it's called Below and not Eclipse is actually coming up pretty soon. Uh, just kind of got entangled there. But yes, um, Alien by North Lane, in my opinion, definitely deserves to be on this list upon listening to it. And um, yeah, I do. Th- I do think it is a top 15 album of all time. And um, hey, guys, um, just uh, remember, it's very important to have talking heads if you get my drift. And moving on to number 13, we have Shaped by Fire by the one and only As I Lay Dying, the band with more than one album on this list. And there you have it. Uh, At number 12, we have Below. Okay, now it's the right. Okay, we got it right this time (laughs) Uh, by Beartooth. Like I said, um, they're not one of those bands that I really liked. Um, I kind of resented Caleb Shomo a little bit when he did uh, leave Attack Attack, uh, but it wasn't necessarily that he left Attack Attack. Um, it's just that, I don't know, I had to put the blame on someone. I, I didn't want to blame Johnny Frank for, for whatever reason, but um, yeah, man, I didn't really like Attack Attack sound um, when he became the lead singer. And uh, I didn't like Beartooth Sound. Uh, this is literally the only album that I like by them. I listened to this album like five times. Um, even had it on repeat at one point. Man, this album 
is just fucking insane. And uh, we're actually going to cover this album more in depth um, during this episode, actually, guys. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, We also have um, uh, coming in at number 11, Issues. Uh, Now, once again, I know you guys are, you know, some naysayers are going to say this might be another post-hardcore band. Uh, But once again, very similar to what I said about Bless the Fall. Uh, Post-hardcore band or not, a lot of times they do make metalcore albums. And in my opinion, this album was more on the metalcore side. So yes, I made an exception, uh, and I included them, and I included their self-titled album on this list. Um, just remember, you gotta have a stingray affliction, though. Uh, coming in at number ten, Monument uh, by Miss May I. Uh, you know, we gotta build these monuments, guys. Gotta fucking build them. Someone has to do it. Uh, number nine, we have The Hollow by Memphis May Fire. Fucking great album, classic. Sometimes doesn't give enough credit, but um, that's the reality. Wink, wink. All right, coming in at number eight, we have Stand Up and Scream. Okay, so don't literally stand up and scream, but if you feel like it, I can't stop you. But at the same time, nobody don't dance no more. So let's be real about it. Okay, coming in at number seven, we have Hail fucking stand we all know that they really wanted to name the album hell satan but you know they didn't have the balls to do it <laughs> uh but yeah shout out periphery and um hey man i like a lot of insects but i can't do reptiles man i, I just can't do them um coming in at number six we have challenger once again by the great uh, memphis may fire and uh hey man if you're gonna be alive just make sure you come alive in the lights uh coming in at number five we have attack attack self-title album and um when i don't smoke blunts normally guys but when i do i smoke a hauntus i mean let's just be real about it um coming in at number four we have reckless and relentless by the great um asking alexandria and uh, it, that's kind of funny that I mentioned them because I just wrote a letter the other day and um, the first two words I put was Dear Insanity. <laughs> but uh, coming in at number three, we have Illuminatio. Um, so as you guys can see, um, the, the latter of the list pretty much stays intact, pretty much stays the same. Um, and of course, that's by uh, the great Chiodos. Uh, fuck Craig Owens' new music. I hate it. They should have just stayed together. Um, coming in at number two, New Demons by IC Stars, the great IC Stars. And um, hey, guys, if you're on any team out there, just remember to follow your leader, okay? You don't want any controversy. Uh, coming in at number one, the greatest album of all time, that would be Creatures by the great Motionless and Why There Is No Better album and that's just what it is it's just a fact man it's it's just uh it's not a debate the greatest album of all time um 12 great songs 12 fucking great songs and uh with that being said uh, that is the new revamp top 25 list guys metalcore and not otherwise (laughs) 
But um, yeah, guys, I had a lot of fun doing that list. Uh, We have a lot more um, when we come back. Uh, We're going to get into uh, Below by Beartooth. So uh, see you guys soon. Hello and welcome back, compadres, to Metalcore Mania. We are live. Uh, Guys, we're going to take a dive into an album that I consider to be a cult classic, a new album on the top 25 revamped albums of all time list, Um, whether that have whether that was just a metalcore list or if I had to revamp my old list, uh, this album would make that um, list, guys, because um, it is a phenomenal album. I mean, what can you say about it? Below by Beartooth. Now, just for uh, disclosure purposes, full disclosure, I've never been a Beartooth guy Um, I did not think their first few albums were very good at all. Um, I think they were uh, depending on Caleb too heavily. Um, I think they didn't have a lot of diversity, um, you know, instrumentally. And uh, I didn't think they were experimenting enough. Um, I think on this album, not only did they experiment a lot, but it's one of the most diverse metalcore albums of all time, in my opinion. I mean, it truly is. When you look at, uh, first of all, the technical prowess of this album. I mean, it is astounding um, how well they are technically on this album. I mean, they cut no corners. I mean, everything is intact. The distortions on point. Um, you know, everything just came to full circle. I feel like this is the best we've ever heard Caleb Shomo's voice probably since Attack Attack days. I mean, I feel like he's going back to, to, to the his, his Attack Attack days. Um, he has revamped his vocals, if you will. And man, the dude looks like an absolute stud. And um, man, this album is just a powerhouse. Um, if they can come out with some more albums that are similar to this, they definitely be in contention with one of the best bands on the planet. Uh, so, guys, let's dive into this, shall we? So, um, I kind of put some of the songs in categories and separated them a little bit. Um, so, when when it comes down to the song uh, "No Return," uh, when it comes down to um, uh, the answer, um, I think song. I think those songs were uh, similar in a way that uh, they are pretty emotional songs. Uh, when you look at them, uh, they're definitely um, they definitely have the most value lyrically. Um, so that's one of the first things and the main thing you go for in music. Um, I would definitely recommend um, if you have not heard this album first listening to. Uh, maybe checking out Skin, uh, maybe checking out 
Um, I would also say uh, no return, of course. And uh, what is the other? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the answer. So the answer skin and no return would be the best three songs lyrically, um, in my opinion. Uh, no return is more catchy and technical at the same time, which you normally don't get. Um, out of songs, they're just usually not uh, those two things combined in that way. Um, great vocals uh, and no return as well, just like on Skin. Like I said, I think Caleb Shomo just fucking killed it um, on these songs, especially these in particular, uh, the more emotional ones. Um, Skin has a great outro, man. It has a really great outro. Uh, and it's definitely, like I said, one of the deeper songs lyrically. And uh, so, yeah, guys, so those are the three songs I kind of put into that category. And um, uh, they definitely surprised me for sure. Um, when it comes down to Dominate, I think Dominate had one of the most technical, brutal breakdowns you will ever hear in metalcore. I mean, what can you say about it? I mean, it was just absolutely brutal, man. But to have that type of technical technicality in it, though, was just amazing. I, I did not expect that. Just the distortion level and the way they have just that. Dude. The basis, this basis, and like I said, I'm just getting into um, Beartooth because I don't think their other albums were very good, so I don't know the basis name, but they're the runaway lead for basis of the year. I mean, I haven't heard a basis as good as this, man, in a long, long time. Uh, just absolutely incredible. Um, they definitely... Uh, twist the guitaring up and just, uh, you know, just kind of uh, distort the drums as well. I mean, dude, um, just fucking phenomenal, honestly. And uh, then you have uh, Devastation as well. And I think Devastation is also heavily distorted, um, especially with the drums. You can definitely hear it a lot on the drums, uh, which is just fucking crazy to hear. It just makes your brain just fucking run off somewhere. And um, it definitely it's definitely like a, a in your face. You can tell that lyrically um, Caleb was really upset. You can tell um, there's definitely a defeated feeling. Um, it's almost like when 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 he wrote the song, he felt defeated. Mind you, you know, we are in a pandemic, so I'm pretty sure uh, that has something to do with it. And um, yeah, man, uh, just a, just a, this is one of the most um, devastation was one of the songs that I prefer the guitaring the most as well. And um, definitely one of my top songs on the album. Uh, the past is dead. Um I actually like The Past Is Dead, not one of the my most, most favorite songs on the album, um, but it definitely feels very heavy metal influenced. And um, that's one of the things I wanted to discuss was that this album 
is is very, very unique in its own way because it feels like it's a combination of three subgenres. It feels like it's a combination of heavy metal, metalcore, and prog metal. And for them to be able to pull that off, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's really, really amazing. I mean, um, you know, is, is there a more technical uh, metalcore band out right now? I don't know. That's something I will have to look into. But, um, but yeah, man, um, you, you definitely hear some Iron Maiden vibes to it. And um, to the past is dead. And you can really sense it. And um, if, if you're an Iron Maiden fan, and um, yeah, man, it, it, it definitely... Uh, it, it is one of those songs, man, that you can see the, the experimentation in the, um, in the range that they have with this album. Um, then you also have uh, Fed Up. Uh, you have Fed Up as well. Um, I liked it Fed Up. liked it Fed Up a lot. Um, it was a pretty good song, pretty damn good song. You can tell they just had a lot of fun with this song. This would be the song that I would consider a late night drive. Um, they have like some Foo Fighters influence to this song. You can hear like the Foo Fighters influence. Um, definitely a song you just listen to and you're cruising down late night drive. And uh, definitely more of a grungy feel to it. And um, yeah, man, you can tell that they just wanted to have a lot of fun with Fed Up. So you can kind of sense that there's pretty much like one or two drum beats through the entire song. So there's not a, a lot of diversity in regards to, um, you know, just it being maybe a little more technical or a little more, you know, this or that. But um, it definitely um, has a catchy vibe to it. Definitely has uh, that 90s type of garage sound to it. And um, so, yeah, it, it's good for what it is, man. It's definitely a good song, especially if you like 90s. Um uh, then we go to uh, Hell of It. Hell of It. I really liked Hell of It. Definitely liked Hell of It. Um, I would say Hell of It has some Motorhead influences. And um, I think it's kind of like to the point. It's a song that's to the point. Uh, they get their message across. A lot of growls. Um, I like the riffs in this song. Uh, it's a good song, good, solid song. Just one of those songs that keeps the album intact and uh, make sure that it stays, you know, tenfold. Um, so shout out to Hell of It uh, as well. And um, what else did we not cover? The album uh, Below. Yes, Below. Below is definitely one of my um, probably favorite intro songs um this year uh not one of my favorite songs on this album but i really like the intro i think this intro set the tone uh for what was about to come uh you can feel it and um i think it was just a uh a great intro song a, a very balanced song and uh you can tell from the get-go from this song that technically it was gonna be different you knew after you heard below. And once again, that's why I like to start from number one. Um, you knew it, it, it's very much set the tone. And um, 
I really like the outro for below as well. So, um, yeah, definitely um, a song to uh, for sure check out. No doubt about it. And uh, what else we got here? Um, what else we got? Uh, I Won't Give Up. I Won't Give Up was a uh, very solid song. Uh, very, very solid. Uh, not one of my favorite songs in particular, but, um, you know, it was good for what it was. I don't really think there was any, like, bad songs on here. Like, Phantom Pain wasn't my one of my most favorite songs, but it was, you know, solid. You know, solid songs there. Um, of course, then you have... Um, what else we have? Uh, the Answer. Oh, yeah, we already covered The Answer. Uh, that was one of the more emotional songs. But yeah, guys, and then you have, uh, last but not least, my favorite song on the album, which is The Last Rift. Um, extremely um, menacing, I would say. That would be the word I would use. Very menacing, very dark, um, a very... Uh, cerebral song, I would say, uh, just have that dark overtone to it. No lyrics at all, um, which was very impressive that, that they were able to pull this off. A lot of uh, bands can't pull off a song with no lyrics. I'll tell you that right now. Um, a lot of bands cannot pull off a song with no lyrics. Um, so um, just a great outro song, a, a very good outro song. It, it felt apropos to the album, uh, definitely felt meaningful. And uh, it was a great way for them to close out the show. It felt super deep for some reason. It just felt deep. Um, it felt like there's a, there was a shift inside of me when I heard this song, man. It, uh, it just touched me. It was uh, uh, just set me on a mood, man. And um Man, uh, it definitely, uh, when a song can do that to you with no lyrics at all, and it can put you in the mood, um, that says a lot, man. That definitely says a lot. Um, you know, just that breakdown. And, and th- th- This entire album has some of the best breakdowns of any album this year, no doubt about it. And um, it's definitely... It's definitely up there when you talk about the the best album this year so far, man. But it's not over yet because we got some more albums that we got to cover this episode. So um, maybe not as deep of a dive as we did for this one. But um, but man, this album and like I said, the last riff was a great closeout song. But this album definitely stood out. It was a phenomenal album. We had to go and we had to dive into it. And um, man. Uh, just great stuff, man. So uh, looking forward to seeing what they come out with next and looking forward to checking out some music videos uh, from them as well. And um, and yeah, guys, um, looking forward to it. But uh, we will be back and we will be discussing some of the newer albums that have also come out. So stay tuned. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Metal Core Mania, where all the real hardheads that know the truth about Metal Core come 
because you will be informed about the truth and only the truth shall set you free. Of course, that does include post-hardcore death metal, black metal, and all the good stuff. But um, but yeah, guys, um, so we're going to dive into uh, Born of Osiris' album. Uh, what else we have here? Uh, the Devil Wears Prada, new EP, along with uh, maybe some other new stuff we might have on the books here. But uh, to get right into it, man, uh, to get on to the Devil Wears Prada uh, new uh, EP, if you will. Um, So we have the songs. uh, Let's see here. Where's Prada? And and speaking of Devil Wears Prada, man, can we just admit that they're the kings of EPs? I mean, honestly, I mean, there hasn't been a band that has not only come out with as many EPs as them, but I don't think they have one bad EP. I don't. I don't think they have any bad EPs. So if this EP was bad, it would have left a sour taste in my mouth because it would have been like, man, what the fuck, man? What happened, guys? I mean, you guys are always coming out with these EPs. So they, they, they have to be good, right? Because we can't get a fucking album out of you. So you got to have a good EP. Uh, I believe the last one was Space, and that one was pretty good. But, um, and of course, Zombie was a cult classic EP. But uh, yeah, guys, so diving into uh, Z11, I guess we would call it. Um, we have Nightfall, Forlorn, Termination, Nora, and Thought Contagion. Shout out to Moose for Thought Contagion. But the song is uh, called Contagion, guys. But um, so I didn't really too much like Nora and Contagion, to be honest. Um, I kind of just said, eh, I mean, they're okay. They're decent, but uh, didn't really stand out to me very much. Um, I did really like uh, Nightfall, especially lyrically. I also really, really enjoyed the music video. Um, I think it was very different um, than what I've recently seen from him. The act, that album, the act was definitely a, a album that they took off, in my opinion. Um, to me, there was not a single great song on that album, in my opinion. And... Um, Man, I feel like as soon as I heard Nightfall, I was like, man, fuck, they're back, man. Okay, they got something, man. And uh, I definitely think Nightfall was some heat. Uh, They brought it with it Uh, just from the intro, the lyrics. Of course, they're always great lyrically. And um, man, I just think everyone was on point. I just think everyone was on point. It all came together. And um, I think it was I think it was a great song. Uh, Forlorn definitely uh, was also a pretty good song as well. One of my favorites um, off of here. And um, I just think that technically it was good. I really enjoyed the drums on Forlorn. And uh, I think it was definitely, it definitely sounded like um, a Devil Wears Prada. It it sounded like them. Um, Because, uh, you know, with a lot of these bands doing all this experimenting, uh, sometimes... Some of the songs no longer sound like what they used to sound like. And, um, you know, a lot of their older stuff is basically what got them to where they are today. So, 
you know, sometimes it's good to just stick with what you do best. And uh, in my opinion, Forlorn sounded familiar and uh, it definitely sounds uh, like them. I think this is definitely by far the best song technically. Um, I would say Forlorn. And then uh, Termination, very solid song. Really like the outro. And um, I definitely think it was a, uh, it balanced out uh, the album as well. Um, but, you know, a pretty good EP, uh, you know, not not their greatest work, but um, it definitely sounds like uh, they might be getting back uh, to their roots because, um, of course, uh, most EPs or albums aren't going to have all good songs on it. Um, that's pretty obvious, um, at least most of the time. So, but yeah, guys, um, definitely worth checking out, uh, no doubt. Uh, like I said, the act was pretty bad, and uh, I would not recommend anyone to judge The Devil Wears Prada uh, off of that album if you're just now getting into them. Uh, but with that being said, guys, we move on to the band with some of the best and most renowned album covers of all time, man. When you look at Tomorrow We Die Alive, how cool that shit looks, Soul Sphere, The Simulation... And then now we have uh, Angel or Alien. A very, very, very cool album cover. Probably the coolest album cover um, so far. It might be, man. It, it really, really might be. Um, um, I was just listening to uh, Poster Child pretty recently, man. And uh, of course, you got uh, Poster Child, White Nile, Waves, Oathbreaker, um, Angel or Alien, Threat of Your Presence, Love Story, Crossface, Eco Breaker, Lost Souls, and for the kill, which reminds me of LaRue, uh, You Are the Narrative, Truth and Denial, and Shadow Mourn. Uh, now, we're not going to do an in-depth breakdown, uh, but we will go over this album. And uh, just for starters, Poster Child was... Definitely my favorite song off the album, no doubt about it. Um, and I may have known that just as soon as I heard the jazz, <laughs> you know, as soon as I heard the jazz influence, I was like, oh, man, this is this is going to be a different one. OK, this is going to be a little bit different. And um, it definitely capitalized, man. But man, it was something different about that jazz, man. Just that outro that this song might have the greatest outro this year. Um, I, I, I think it's uh, I think it's up there. I, I know I've said that before about another song, but um, we'll see, man. Outro of the year for uh, my annual, uh, excuse me, uh, for my annual award show, man, is going to be very interesting. It'll be very interesting. You guys know how I feel about outros and intros, but. Um, yeah, man, um, definitely uh, got that element. I think it was a very awesome intro as well. Definitely grabbed your attention. I thought this. I thought this album was definitely gonna be a classic album. Um, you know, when I first when, just hearing this song, uh, you know, it definitely set the tone. A, a very good song to put as your uh, starting song uh, for guys like me that listen uh, front and back. And uh, in the midst of this song, there's actually a crazy spiral scream uh, somewhere in it, man. And, and that scream was, was just one of the best screams I've ever heard, man. It, um, 
just the way it was said. It, it was pretty fucking crazy. And um, yeah, man. Uh, so shout out to them. Um, I, I really did enjoy um, that song as well. So that would be my song to listen to. Um, uh, I would say that what other song we got here that I really enjoyed. Uh, White Nile. Yes, White Nile. Really enjoyed White Nile. It was pretty cool. Pretty fucking cool. Um, the music video as well is pretty cool. Um, it definitely had a very technical outro. And um, I really did enjoy that. Um, so this song, I would probably say, uh, stands out technically out of all the songs on the album. Um, definitely a song to listen to if you're into Prague. And um, yeah, man, a pretty cool fucking song there as well. Uh, I also wanted to cover um, Truth and Denial. Uh, Truth and Fucking Denial. Speaking of best outros of the year, man, this this is definitely a candidate as well. This is a candidate. I don't know if they were like trying to focus on having great outros, similar to how I felt like Beartooth was focusing on having great breakdowns <laughs> on their album. Um, it seems like they, they definitely put some emphasis into that because the more I think about it, the more I realize that there were so many great outros on, on, on this uh, on this album. Obviously, outros were at the end of the song, so... Um, it sucks for people that, you know, say, eh, I don't like this song because uh, I don't like it so far. But uh, hey, man, this isn't one of those albums you want to do that to because, like I mentioned, man, uh, there's a lot of good outros. And uh, so you got to stay tuned for that. And uh, the last song on the album, Shadow uh, Mourn, I think was a pretty, pretty well-developed song. I like it technically. The drums are have kind of like that blast beat to them, a, um, um, a flare to them. And um, I just think it was a very good song overall uh, in general. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely a song you want to check out. And it also had that um, jazzy, um, you know, kind of cool um, outro to it as well. So um, it, it's funny because it started with jazz and it ended with some jazz. And I just thought that that was a real cool sonic uh, scheme uh, to do with the mixing and matching with the programming. I thought that was really cool that they added jazz for the beginning and the end. Uh, I really do like jazz. I like all genres, but it's something about when you add in other genres to metal, man. They, they just seem so much better. I don't know why. Um and that's a big part of why Emotionless and White started off as my favorite band. Man, they they had the piano, the keyboard, and um, just that different outside music. Man, just kind of rubbed on me, and uh, I definitely fell in love with that type of sound. Man, so uh, to hear jazz, it, it just definitely sounds phenomenal to say the least. But a uh, very good album, very good album. I would give it. Um, if you set uh, five stars and we were giving like point and all that type of stuff, um, I would, I would probably give this album, uh, three and a half. I give it three and a half. Uh, I definitely give it a three and a half. Uh, definitely a solid album. I give the devil wears Prada EP, um, about a two and a half, two and a half, two and a half. Um, I would give, 
I'm going to backtrack a little bit here since I'm already doing this. I'm, I would give below, um, I would say five stars for now. Yeah, I will give that five stars. Yeah, definitely. I'll give that five stars. Um, I give North Lane's Alien, since I covered that as well, I give that, I give it, I give it um, 4.8. Let's give it a 4.8. I know that's kind of cheating, but I can't really give it 5, but it's better than 4.5. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I'll give While She Sleeps, Sleep Society, I'll give that a... I'll give that a, hmm, I'll give it a 3.5 as well. Yeah, I'll give it a 3.5. I would give uh, any other albums I covered uh, recently. Uh, No, I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that's all the albums I covered recently. And and, uh, that's basically what I would give to them, man. But um, yeah, guys, um, so uh, The Devil Wears Prada. And um, Born of Osiris, uh, their new projects are definitely worth listening to, or otherwise I would not tell you that. And uh, stay tuned, man. Uh, We got some more coming for you. Um, A lot more stuff to uh, get into here. Um, We're also going to be covering, what do we have on the slate? Come on, tell me what we got, host. Oh, I forgot I don't have a host. (laughs) Um, but we're going to be also covering, let's see. Oh, I just want to let you guys know as well. Um, on my next episode, I'm going to be covering who has the best EP of all time. Uh, because the Devil Wears Prada influenced me to, to, uh, to think about that. So I have to dive deep and I have to, uh, really look at some EPs and maybe we'll cover them too and uh, go over them um, as well. But, um, and so, yeah, we're going to have a lot, we're going to have a lot, um, a a jam-packed episode um, for next episode. Uh, So look forward to that because that's going to be, like I said, it's going to be some EPs. I'm pretty sure you guys can already think of some great ones that have uh, come out. But um, so we have um, song of the week. Um, My song of the week is going to go to Astronauts in the Ocean by um, our last uh, our last night or our last story. Our last night. Yeah. So our last night, I'm going to give it to Astronauts in the Ocean. I really, really enjoyed that song Uh, and it's. A song that came out this week. Um, so I'll give it to that. Uh, my song of the hour, which essentially is a song that I have on repeat, uh, would be Disclosure by Palisades. Would definitely be Disclosure by Palisades. Um, man, that, that's such a great crabcore band, man. And uh, man, the, 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 those guys are definitely the shit. Um, since it has been so long since I've done episodes, I'll also throw out another um, song of the hour, which would be, I actually mentioned it on a previous episode a little bit, but it would be Spellbound uh, by Dayshell, which of course is led by Shaylee Burgett. So guys, if you, if you want to listen to some more Shaylee Burgett, definitely uh, get into Dayshell. They have some good projects. Uh, some really, really solid projects, honestly. 
And um, I'll throw out another song you can listen to by them. It's called Combat. And uh, man, they, they, they definitely have some solid stuff. And uh, I really miss Shaley, man. I always wonder where he went. And uh, I, I discovered him um, uh, about six months ago, man. And I was definitely listening to Dayshell. Of course, I haven't really brought them up um, very much because um, there hasn't been like a real reason to bring them up because they haven't really released a new project within the past year. And also, uh, they're not really metalcore. Uh, they're post-hardcore. But of course, we cover post-hardcore as well, though. But um, but yeah, man. Uh, but I felt like this was an opportunity to mention them. And uh, definitely worth listening to. So yeah, guys, uh, go go check them out. Another song to look out for uh, in regards to Dayshell. Um, if you really miss the old of Mice and Men and you want to hear that sound again, would be Not Coming In. I really enjoy it, Not Coming In as well. But yeah, guys, that is going to wrap up this episode. But I do want to also say, if you have not watched the video for Thoughts and Prayer by Motionless and White, you better go fucking do it as soon as this episode ends. You know why? Because it is fucking phenomenal. It is fucking phenomenal. So you definitely... want to go do that, no doubt about it. But this was a fun one, a very fun one. Can't wait for Motionless and White's uh, new project. There's definitely something to look forward to. And um, man, I've I've been trying to get into some more uh, death metal uh, music, man, uh, recently, but um, trying to find new death metal bands, man, it's pretty difficult, man. It's easier to find alternative metal bands um, that are good than, than, than death metal bands for some reason for a genre that is so good. Um, for some reason, man, you, you just can't find a whole lot of, uh, great content there. I don't know why, man. It's, uh, it's just one of those things, I guess, man. But, um, but definitely, man. Um, but yeah, man, I can't, I can't wait to see how this year is going to shape out. Um, you know, my award show is going to be exciting to do. And, um, I wish I could do that shit now. Maybe I should do a mid season, um, award show. Who knows? Maybe we'll do that, man. But, um, anyways, guys, hope you're having a great July. Uh, like I said, I've just been dealing with a lot of stuff. Um, I did, I was a little sad, honestly, because I kind of lost the sponsor, uh, ship, but, um, but yeah, guys, I hope you had a great July 4th. Uh, hope you had those fireworks going. Hope no fireworks flew in your fucking face. And uh, I'm just ready for shows, man. I'm, I'm really ready for shows. Like, uh, I need shows. Um, shows definitely need to come back, man. Um, I appreciate the live streams, the dead streams, and all that good stuff. But man... I need to go to a fucking show. I'm losing my sanity. Um, So I definitely need to go go to a show, man. Um, It's pretty brutal right now uh, with no shows. Um, So um, we definitely need those back. Definitely need those back. So that's definitely something to look forward to. By the way, if any of my listeners uh, live in Florida or Georgia area, maybe-ish, you know, or any surrounding states, um, 
if you've always fantasized about like going to like one of those dark um, like um, metalcore or like synth pop clubs that are kind of like, you know, like underground where like blood might come out of the ceiling and like people might you may not come out alive type club because you're just so fucking brutal that, that you're willing to do that. There's a club called uh, The Castle. It's actually in Tampa, Florida. You, you got to check that out, man. You got to check that out. They have coffins in there, um, all type of like fucking uh, kinky shit. And uh, people dress up. I mean, you can come there as Bozo the Clown. You can come there as Jason Voorhees. You can come there as whatever you want and do whatever you want. It's a judgment-free zone, and that's what I love about it. I can just be myself for the night or the weekend. Um, it, it stays open really late, um, like 4 in the morning or something like that. I think it opens at like 10, so definitely check that out. It's called The Castle. And um, So, yeah, guys, uh, with that being said... Look forward to the new episode. Like I said, um, I don't know what else I'm going to throw in there, but I, I, I do know that I'm going to be uh, talking about uh, the new, uh, j- just like uh, EPs in general. What's the greatest EP of all time in metalcore? Uh, probably, I'm, I might include post-hardcore and everything else too, uh, but I hope you guys did enjoy the fact that um, I have re- I did revamp um, different lists that, uh, you know, just pretty much included metalcore, prog, metal, or um, crabcore, because we are called metalcore mania, and I do want to keep some of the the integrity of it being metalcore, even though I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are like me, and you like a bunch of different hardcore music, but at the same time, I do know there are some hardcores per request, and um, I'm going to make you guys proud as well, so with that being said, guys, keep your foot on the Pedal, stay metal. I'm out. Peace.